Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hello and welcome to the Truth From The Stand Deer Hunting Podcast. I'm your host, Clint Campbell, and you're listening to episode number 93, brought to you by Wicked Tree Gear. Today is part eight of the DIY report daily rut log, so stay tuned. What is up, everyone? Happy, what day is this? Happy Saturday to you. If you're listening to this on oh, the day that the uh, that this comes out, I've been, I guess I've been afield for so long at this point that I've kind of lost track of what, uh, of what day it is. It's been going on two weeks, I think, on Tuesday. It'll be two weeks total, officially, that I've been kind of in the timber or in a tree stand all day sits. Uh, so I'm a little worse for wear. Look pretty terrible. Um mind is probably starting to go at this point a little bit. Um, and I have at least one more day here in, in Ohio. So Saturday is probably the last day. At least that's what it's scheduled to be. Depending on how things unfold, I may squeak another day out and stay till Sunday. Cause I'm actually off from work on Monday for the uh, veterans day holiday. Um, so I might stay an extra day and if anything, or I guess if the, what I had seen today in the stand is any indication, if the next couple days kind of play out similar, similarly, or tomorrow plays out similarly, then I may find myself in Ohio for at least in a, at least an extra day. So this morning I, I'll just kind of get right to it and give you the update. So right now I'm flying solo. So Tate uh, took off, went back home, uh, today it was, this was the end of his trip. Chad actually had some. Uh, business to tend to uh, in Columbus, I believe. And so he was uh, there for the day. So I've been kind of flying solo for the past for the past day. And this morning started with uh, with some terrible um, illness, I guess you could say. I had, I'll leave it at, um, it won't get too graphic, but I'll leave it as having a stomach issue at four o'clock in the morning. 
Um, so that was, that was, you know, less than pleasant. And then of course it was kind of rainy this morning and cold. Um, the rain was pretty, uh, pretty bad, uh, early on. And I had looked at the radar last night or, you know, on, I guess it was Thursday night. Um, and was just kind of checking out. I knew that the rain was going to be kind of, uh, heavy early in the morning. So my plan was really to kind of sleep in a little bit, um, until the heaviest part of the rain kind of had passed. And it was supposed to, I think it originally passed through like seven, eight AM. I think it was supposed to start lightening it up a little bit. And I think the rain was supposed to stop totally by like 10. That was the original forecast that I had looked at. And so my plan was, was like, all right, you know, I'll get up and just kind of, you know, get, get some breakfast, have a nice, easy kind of slow morning. And then I, when it's raining really hard like that, I typically won't hunt in that. I, I will hunt in rain, but I'm just not going to hunt in a downpour. Um, and so what I'll like to do is as it's starting to slow down, maybe an hour before it stops is I like to slip in while it's still raining a little bit, um, get into a tree that way, it, you know, as soon as it's done raining, you know, a lot of times deer will start moving, especially if you go from a downpour, you know, some heavy rain into, into no rain, you, typically you'll see some movement right after that. So that was kind of my game plan for today. So four o'clock rolls around, uh, woke up with some stomach issues that, which was not fun. Um, looked at the forecast again, and now it had pushed out to like noon, uh, that the rain was still going to be kind of, uh, not so great. Um, and then, you know, so I got on my computer, did a little bit of work, uh, caught up on a few things, looked at the forecast again. Now it was pushed out till one. And then I looked at it again. It was pushed out till two. And I was just like, you got to be kidding me. So my plan was, I was like, well, as soon as it gets light enough, the, you know, where it's not a complete downpour or whatever, I'll slip into, slip into the, the tree at that point. So, but I wanted to be kind of ready to go. So I got all my stuff ready, you know, I guess a little after 11, headed out to, headed out to the spot. And my plan was just to kind of, honestly it's very unexciting but was going to just take a nap in the truck at the uh at the ridge that i that that i'm hunting and just kind of uh and wait for the rain to slow down to a point to where i could get out get dressed and and get up into my tree so that's what i did i went and i sat at the the base of the ridge in my truck took a little nap as soon as the rain lightened up got dressed hit the hit the mountain or hit the ridge for the afternoon hunt and really wasn't sure what i was going to see you know that the scrape that was behind where i'm hunting there in that area uh, was tended to the other day, I, I, like I mentioned on yesterday's show. Um, I don't believe it was tended to last night, you know, and I was not sure, you know, not being there in the morning, it's like, I'm not sure if, you know, the doe families made it back into that doe bedding area. So I wasn't really sure what I was walking into. So I'll hop up in the, hop up in the tree. Uh, pretty chilly, you know, it was, uh, I think in the mid thirties, I'm, 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 I think is what I looked at when I hopped out of the truck. And uh, got into my tree, um, had a nice sit that wasn't windy at all, which was which was great. Couldn't hear anything, of course, because it's you know the the, the forest floor was wet, and there was just a little bit of wind that was kicking up. Not anything too terrible, but enough that you could hear some leaves rustling and stuff like that. So it made for a you know a sit where you're really having to kind of pay attention visually because you sh- certainly weren't going to hear anything that was you know coming up on you. So that was what my uh, my plan was was just to really kind of be observant as possible. And my hope was that, you know, you know, maybe that, you know, with all the rain and stuff that we had last night and into the uh, early part of the day, that it kept the uh, the deer kind of bedded down or, or hunkered down, if you will. And that now that the rain had stopped, you know, they'll take the first opportunity to get up and get on their feet, maybe start feeding, browsing, especially if there's a doe family around or if they were made it into that doe bedding area that they would be, you know, pop out near me somewhere. And then, of course, you know, this time of year, you want to be around the does because where the does are, you know, bucks are usually pretty close to follow. So hop up in the tree, didn't see any does, you know, for, for the duration of the night. But what I did see uh, was a deer that I did not have on camera. 
Um, it was about three o'clock and a hammer eight walked through. Um, and I got pretty excited. Not going to lie. Um, it was a big deer. Um, I don't want to venture a guess to what he's, what he would score. Um, just to give you a frame of reference, the, the 10 point that I killed out here two years ago, um, scored, he was Pope and young. Um, and this deer was as big, probably a little bit bigger, uh, eight point, uh, super, super tall. Pretty wide, not terribly wide, super long tines, and just really, really heavy. Uh, really pretty deer. Um, he rolled in, and I just kind of happened to spy him off to my right. And uh, he was just kind of working his way down this one down this one trail, and, and he, he was, you know, nose to the ground, kind of sniffing. He wasn't in a hurry anywhere. Uh, you know, I think he was just trying to see if there was any recent activity that he could kind of get on the trail of to, to make a move. And... Uh, he just didn't come quite close enough. He was he was about at about 25 yards. There was just a lot of stuff between he and I. There was no shot opportunities. There was no you know there was no shooting lane or shooting window you know in this in in that direction. Um, you know I let him get down into the brush a little ways where I could still see him. Um, but you know there was plenty of breakup between he and I. I gave him a a little grunt to see if I could get him to respond to come in, and it grabbed his attention. He he perked up real quick. Um, and for a second there, when he postured up, I thought, you know, it might be game time that he might be a player, um, want to come in and, and, and try to, and try to do a little, a little fight. And, um, but he was not, he was a lover, not a fighter, which was, which was better for him, bad for me. So he ended up just kind of turning and walking back the way he came. Um, not startled, you know, tail was still down. He wasn't, you know, tail wasn't up on alert. He wasn't, ears were, were back, you know. I feel like, you know, I know I have a big deer on camera in there, um, you know, bigger, you know, fairly bigger than him. Um, and I feel, well, two of them actually. And I feel like one of those two, or maybe both of them, I don't know, kind of rule the roost up there because I'm not having any of these, you know, younger, younger bucks. When I say younger bucks, it's like, you know, he was probably a three and a half year old is what I'm, what I'm guessing from what I got to see. Um, but I feel like, you know, one of those other two bigger deer are, are clearly, you know, four and a half, um, the one maybe even five. I feel like they rule the roost and that some of these, you know, younger bucks, three and a half year olds and, and so forth, just know their place and aren't necessarily willing to challenge, um, you know, which makes it really hard to kind of get them out of the brush because this is the area that they always want to kind of hang out in. And, and it's, it's, it's challenging because you don't want to move from the area because it's like, you know, just I'm seeing deer every day. I'm seeing bucks, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm seeing activity. So there's no reason for me to move. It's just, there's not a lot of shooting opportunities. It's just that they have to follow the script and there's really only three scripts that they could follow. And, and with that, I mean, the shooting windows are super tight and so they could follow 90% of the script and you still don't have anything to, to get a shot with. So, so I'm hesitant to move, but I've been kind of scoping a couple of trees around here because the way I set this, the way I set this up was I brought three kind of hunting apparatus, you know, hunting stands, saddles, etc. with me. I have, you know, my lone wolf climber and I have a lone wolf stand and sticks. And of course I have my tethered tree saddle, right? So in this tree I've hunted out of in the past <clears throat> in this area. And so, and, and my climber works in it and it's of course comfortable, you know, it has a, has more seat on it. So it doesn't have the big clunky seat on it. So, um, it's light. And, and it's comfy. So I know that, that that stand works in that tree. So I put that stand in that tree. That way the idea was that, well, then I'll have sticks in a stand and sticks in a saddle if I need to make a move and set up another stand to have a couple different spots to go to. But the, act, the 
you know, the reality was is that I was in the action from day one. So there was no need for me to set something else up. Now, with that being said, you know, watching what I'm seeing on camera and how these deer are kind of moving through this area, I've been kind of scoping some other trees and there's just honestly, I mean, there's the trees are so small and it's so thick that there's really not a great place to, to get into. And so today, after I saw that deer, if I would have been able to find a tree that was, you know, if I were sitting in the stand, if it were to my back and to my left, um, you know, I guess that would be west, um, west-ish. Um, if I could get into a tree over there, I would, I probably would have killed that eight point tonight. Um, and so I just wasn't sure that there were sizable enough trees for me to really even get into. So tonight, after I saw that eight, I got down with just a little bit of light left and went over and kind of assess the situation to see if, if I could get into a tree there because that big deer that I have on camera, he's rolling through that area um, on camera. I don't know how he's getting there though. And there's a couple vertical trails that come up and connect with this parallel trail that, that bring you out of the bedding area into like the top of the ridge that then runs, you know, east and west on the top of the ridge. And that's how they're getting to this trail and getting in front of the camera that I have set up. So my idea was like, well, if I can get over there, at least kind of get on the same plane, if you will, as where I had the camera hung, because that's where I know the deer are at least making it to at some point. Um, maybe then I'll get a shot opportunity. Um, and I would have had one tonight if I, if I just made that move a day earlier. So, you know, shame on me for not, you know, making a move whenever I had, had, uh, had the idea two days ago, but um, so nonetheless, you know, I went over, checked it out. I did find one tree that I think I can get into. It's not a very big tree. Um, you know, it's probably about a big, biggest round is, a uh, one of those like small miniature basketballs, those kids basketballs. It's probably all the bigger round that is, which is, you know, plenty big enough for me to get the, the tree saddle into, um, and a couple sticks up. I won't have to get too terribly high. You know, I, I'm, I'm thinking probably three sticks because I, I'm basically going to climb until I have a shooting lane. And once I have a shooting lane to those couple trails and that's where I'm going to stop. So whether it's two sticks, three sticks, whatever the case might be, that's, that's as far as I'm going to climb. Um, there's plenty of break up there. So nothing's going to see me until it's too late. Um, if I have a shot opportunity and if I, if I don't have a shot opportunity, they definitely won't see me because they're going to be in brush. So that's the game plan for tomorrow is to make a switch of location. The weather's going to be cold, cold, cold. It's supposed to, I think, the low tonight is 23. I think tomorrow when I get out into the timber and start my, my way into the into the woods, it'll be, I think, 25 degrees, a balmy 25, and I think the high is supposed to be 35 with uh, winds topping out at about 18 miles per hour. So it's going to be a really ripping cold day tomorrow. Um gonna have to layer up and uh, hopefully stay warm because you know with the rain today and just the action i was seeing the day before if, if the rain subdued them at all today it should be popping tomorrow um, especially with the cold weather so that's at least what i'm hoping for i'm hoping one of those big deer make a mistake and walk through that one little lane I'm gonna make a move to another tree and hopefully it pays dividends and i will certainly give you guys an update after the hunt uh it probably won't come out till probably monday ish because i'll likely be traveling tomorrow if i if tomorrow is indeed my last day i'll be traveling back home um so there'll be one more episode rut log episode after this and then that will conclude this uh this diy report mini series and so with that i'll be talking to you all tomorrow all right folks that is a wrap for today's show we'd like to thank all of you for listening and if you haven't yet please head over to itunes and leave us a five star rating also be sure to subscribe to the podcast we'd be super appreciative if you'd be able to do those two things for us 
And before we shut this thing down, I need to give a big shout out to our partners that continue to help us make this podcast possible. Wicked Tree Gear, Exodus Outdoor Gear, Trophy Ridge, Ozonics, Obsession Bows, Tecamani Seed, Glacier Coolers, Ramcat Broadheads, Trophy Taker Rests, and Dead Downwind. And until next time, we'll see y'all. Truth merch is in stock at truthfromthestand.com and on YouTube below any of the Truth From The Stand videos. I've got some new hats, beanies, t-shirts, long sleeve t-shirts, and sweatshirts. There's even a new do hard shit hat for those of us who like to embrace microdosing adversity. So head to truthfromthestand.com and check out the new gear and use the code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H, and save yourself some cash on the new gear.